You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt, part of Kindling Kids Radio. We all want to give our children opportunities. We want them to experience new things, everything from dancing to sport to live entertainment. But not everyone has equal access to these experiences. If you have a child with a hearing impairment or a sight impairment, it can be really challenging to find opportunities for them. The Parramatta Riverside Theatre is putting on a performance of Curiosity with an Auslan interpreter. Sarah and her daughter Caitlin, Caitlin is nine, are going. They join us in the studio with Sophie Clausen, the Access Program Coordinator at the Parramatta Riverside Theatre, and Kelly Willenberg, who is an Auslan interpreter. Now, Kelly is here to interpret for Caitlin, so you won't hear much of her, but I am going to um, get her to jump in and answer a question for me later in this interview. So our little studio is quite cosy right now. It's how we like it. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello. (laughs) It's the chorus. (laughs) Sophie, if I can start with you. Sure. uh, Are there challenges to putting on an Auslan interpreted performance at a theatre event? There are challenges, partly because we don't see it that often. It's not that common. So one of the first challenges is we, in fighting from the community, which shows we should Auslan interpret. Unfortunately, it is um, quite an expensive exercise. So we want to make sure that we're directing our resources to the shows that people want to see. In the uh, next instance is talking to the, the companies putting on the shows. So we have interpreters on stage or beside the stage. So that's a sort of a relationship with the performers on stage. And that's important for the audience. But also, given the show's been developed without the interpreters, we sort of have to negotiate how they sit in relation to each other to make it work for everyone. So that's, I mean, I find most producers are very on board about it, very excited about new audiences and making the, uh, their show available. So, uh, and then there's a, the interpreters take some time to learn the show. Like it's not get the script and do it or be there live and do it. They have to take some time. So getting them the script getting them access to see the show in advance, then meeting with the company to do the show. Yeah, It sounds like a completely creative process, so interesting. So I will get to um, Kelly and ask her about that (laughs) in a minute. Um, Sarah, if I can ask you, so Sophie was just talking about the challenges of putting on these things that can be expensive But what's it like from the side of being a parent, wanting your child to have these experiences? Is it difficult to find things to take Caitlin to? Yeah, so it's a real challenge, especially in in Sydney. I think I just sort of take her to anything that's happening, anything and everything. And we even flew down to Melbourne to see Aladdin <gasps> last month, which was amazing. I'm so jealous. Oh, it was it was really incredible. Um, but that they weren't showing it interpreted in Sydney this year, and we missed it last year. So um, we were lucky to have that opportunity to go. But a lot of people don't have that opportunity. Um, And so it's, you know, when you're thinking about what am I going to do with the kids on the school holidays or, uh, or what have you, um, you know, other parents can just sort of open up the paper and choose whatever they want or go online and choose whatever they want. And for us, it's really about, is there anything that's interpreted that I could maybe take my kid to? And I mean, this is a question, just a parenting question. Why for you is it important that Caitlin sees live events and music and theatre and all those things? Oh, well, I love theatre and I love art and I love books and I want to share everything I love with my kid, like most parents, I think. So, um, 
Yeah, I think when Caitlin was first diagnosed one of deaf, one of the first things I thought is, oh, she'll never listen to the radio, and I love the radio, <laughs> and she'll never be able to go to a lecture, or she'll never be able to go to the theater. Um, and then when I found out, actually, no, she can learn to sign, and she can access these events through a visual language, that was a really incredible thing, and the whole world sort of opened up to us. So, yeah, it's really great. Kelly, we were talking about how this is a, a production where you have to see the theatre performance. You're learning. I can't imagine learning a whole theatre performance in order to translate for the audience. Is it more challenging to do something like this, like Curiosity, than the other translating work that you do? Uh, I would say yes and no. So often when we turn up to um, an interpreted event or a conference, we often don't get any preparation material. So we go in blind where we don't know what the speakers are going to talk about. Um, We don't know what some of the topics are quite often. So that is much more challenging. But when you do a theatre event, you get the script well in advance. So you have an opportunity to really pull it apart, look at the meaning and really play with it because Auslan as a language is very dynamic. So there are a number of different ways that you could sign something. So we actually get to play with it a bit more and work out what works well and what will work for our audience. Whereas if we're doing an event where we don't have any preparation, we just have to to do our best and hope that it makes sense to the audience. But obviously with theatre, you have much more time to prepare. So often the, the interpretation I find is a lot more suited to the audience. Do you do much interpreting for children? And is it different in any way to how you translate for adults? I think yes, because of content and language. So quite often you may hear something that you may not feel a child would particularly understand. But we, as Auslan interpreters, as I said, there's a variety of different ways that you can sign something. So we can look for meaning in something, play with the language and make sure that it's signed in a way that's appropriate to a child or a child of any age, whether they be a four-year-old or a 10-year-old. So I would, I'd alter my signing dependent on the age of the child. And also I can add in much more facial expression. So meaning can be conveyed in a number of different ways. So it is quite different, yes. Now I'm going to ask Caitlin some questions and being nine years old, I think she might be a little bit shy. So she is going to sign her answers to Kelly. So Kelly is going to answer as Caitlin. So you will hear Kelly's voice, but who you're actually listening to is Caitlin. So you've had time to think maybe, Caitlin. Your mum likes you to go to concerts and things like that. Do you enjoy the same things as your mum? Like, let's say, Aladdin or theatre or live shows. Do you like going to those sorts of things? Yes, I do because it's lots of fun. Caitlin, what's your favourite thing about live events or what is your favourite thing you've been to see? My favourite theatre show was Aladdin. What's your favourite thing about going to a live event? Because it's really cool seeing theatre and dance live. Sarah, you don't have a lot of choice, like you mentioned on the school holidays, of things you can take Caitlin to. What would you like to see in an ideal world when it comes to live events um, and those who have a hearing impairment? Like, What would you like Australia to do about the access that Caitlin has? 
Oh, yeah. I mean, I think Riverside is doing a really great job, actually, at offering access events. I think the Opera House has improved as well. So I think it is getting a little bit better. Um, but it's also uh, about, as Sophie said, it's about getting the word out to the deaf community and making sure they know about it and they can get to it. Um, so it's about communication as well. So making sure when there is an event on that everybody in the deaf community knows about it and everyone can go. Um, there's a lot of kids at the deaf school uh, in uh, North Rock. Thomas Patterson, and their parents are immigrants. They don't speak English. They don't have cars. They can't actually get to the event. And so those kids, um, different from Caitlin, they don't speak at all. They have um, very limited access. Uh, they're the ones who are kind of missing out. And uh, so it's really great when Riverside works with TPS and in a school day gets those kids out there and they can actually see the event. Um, because, yeah, it's even, even when you have an interpreter, it doesn't mean that everyone's going to be able to get there. And so... Caitlin, if you could have translators at any events, if you if you just could just choose whatever you wanted, where would you want translators to be? This could be movies, it could be events. I don't know what else there is. It could be anything. You could choose anything you wanted to see. Where would you like there to be more translators? I think movies and plays. Ah, you are taking after your mum. <laughs> Ladies, thank you so much for coming in. It's been such an interesting chat and I hope, Caitlin and Sarah, you really enjoy Curiosity. Thank you. Thank you. That was Sarah and her daughter, Caitlin. They were joining us in the studio along with Sophie Clausen, the Access Program Coordinator at the Parramatta Riverside Theatre and Kelly Willenberg, who's an Auslan interpreter. And if you want to attend the Auslan interpreted version of Curiosity at the Parramatta Riverside Theatre, it is happening on Friday the 29th of September. We'll pop links up on our website later this afternoon. Just head to kindling.com.au. You've been listening to a Kindling Conversation podcast. We'd like to reach as many parents as possible and you can help us by giving us a review wherever you downloaded this episode. It means that more people can find us. I'm Siobhan Hunt. See you next time.